0: Welcome to the Larry Crawford Leadership Podcast, a podcast designed to come alongside you and help you become the leader you were created to be. On this episode, we are going to learn about creating a culture of celebration. In order to develop a culture of celebration, we must, first of all, learn the importance of celebration. Why should we celebrate? Learn how to create a celebration mindset, because most of the time people don't think that way. And then learn how to celebrate others, the benefits and the how-tos. And then finally, I will leave us with a challenge to live a life of celebration, to bring the party by being the party. What I've learned in over three decades of leadership is that more often people will line up to celebrate others' failures than they will to celebrate their successes. I remember my mentor praying for me as a very young leader uh, praying that I would far exceed anything that he did. And he backed it up with celebrating the small wins and the bigger wins, but also he backed it up with teaching me how to become better. I remember thinking as he did that, wow, uh, first of all, how could I ever become as effective as a leader as he was? But also I remember thinking, that's how I want to live my life. I want to get better and I want to be the best that I can be. And then I want to pray for others, believe in others, and help others far exceed anything that I've ever accomplished. I'll tell, I often tell my kids that. I also tell other leaders that, that I love you and that I believe in you and that I am praying and committed to helping you become everything that God created you to be. And part of that is, is believing that that you will far exceed anything that I was ever, ever able to accomplish in my life and in my leadership. Well, let's first start and talk about how do we celebrate and why should we celebrate? Most of us are not good at taking time to celebrate wins, especially small wins. And I've got to admit that this is a struggle that I've had for years. But most recently, I've learned the importance of stopping and celebrating the wins. You see, we're often on our way to the next challenge, the next project, the next mission, the next accomplishment. But let me take a little bit of time here and talk about the importance of celebration uh, by sharing some keys here of why it's important. Really, the why. Why do we celebrate Uh, First, let me share this with you. Harvard Business Review study uh, did some studies, and in their studies, they realized that the overall mood, specific emotions and motivation levels, matter of fact, it said 76% of people's best mood days occurred in instances where team members perceived that small successes had occurred on that day. Think about that. 76% of people's best mood days occurred in instances where team members perceived that small success had occurred on that day. And so it's critical that, first of all, we learn how to celebrate success. I love what I read about in Richmond, Canada uh people would uh the story was written up about it about people getting pulled over by the police and as you know most of the time when you see those lights behind you and you get pulled over it is not good news well that is unless you live in Richmond, Canada where uh the police officers there came up with a program of what they do they hand out what's called positive tickets for youngsters who are seen crossing the road safely, who are seen picking up litter, who are seen doing the right things. Now, here's, what, here's what's neat. These tickets include rewards like free hamburgers at restaurants, free cinema tickets for the movies, uh, or a chance to see a game uh, with the local hockey team there. And before taking this approach, the district had a repeat offender rate of 65%. They were experiencing spiraling rates of youth crime, street racing. Uh, They had four deaths in one year from street racing. Once they implemented this program, the repeat offender rate was reduced from 65% down to 5%. And that was over a period of eight years. There had also not been a single street racing fatality. Overall, youth crime had been literally cut in half by what by celebrating what people were doing right why is celebration important and why as leaders is it important that we learn to celebrate our wins but also teach our team to celebrate their wins and celebrate with them well first of all number one celebration helps fill our need for approval every human being wants the approval of family friends co-workers, classmates, teammates, and by celebrating small wins, you give yourself support every day and it literally will make your life happier and more effective. And so celebration helps fill our need for approval. We all want to be loved and accepted. We all want to be approved. Number two, celebration increases our confidence. Celebrating small wins builds our confidence so we're in a position to win again once you win once and then you win again, you're more apt to expect, to anticipate, and to perform in such a way to where you will win again and again and again. And this helps us overcome the battle inside. You, you know what I'm talking about, that inner critic, which we always, always tells us that we're not good enough and that we don't measure up and that we can't do it. Uh, I don't know about you, but I have experienced that and, and do experience that at times. But when we celebrate our wins, it helps us. To believe we can win again, it, it increases our confidence. Number three, celebration produces momentum. Uh, the, big, the big mo. Momentum is so powerful and so critical to continual success. Once you get in the zone, what we call getting in the zone and the flow, you become unstoppable, and success follows success. Success breeds success. And so celebration produces momentum. Also, number four, celebration keeps us grateful. For each step of the journey to the final goal, a grateful heart will accomplish more than one which is ungrateful. Uh, We live at a time where many people are ungrateful. But what I've noticed is that people that have an attitude of gratitude are able to accomplish so much more. And so, what we need to do is celebrate. And as we celebrate the wins, it will keep us grateful for each step of the journey to the final goal. Number five, and finally, celebration reminds us of something that every single person wants to do, and that is that we are making a difference. People want to make a difference. People want to do something that's making a difference. Well, as we do that and as we celebrate those wins, then it reminds us that we're making a difference, and as we realize that, we want to make even a greater difference, and so when we celebrate small wins consistently, we are reminded we are impacting others positively every day. But how do we, how do we create a celebration, uh, what I call a victor mindset? Because a lot of people operate out of a victim mindset because of what they've went through, uh, what has been done to them that should not have been done, or decisions they've made, poor choices, things they shouldn't have done. We, we've all done that. We've all experienced that. But a victim mindset becomes a losing mindset, where a victor mindset, a celebration mindset, becomes a winning mindset. So let me give you, uh, let me give you some practical questions to ask for you individually so that you can create a celebration, a victor mindset. And this is a great time to do it at the end of the year because we we take time to reflect on what's happened. So number one, what were your biggest achievements this year? What I want to challenge you to do is, is, is get a notebook out or, or type it out or get on your phone, your notes, whatever, and at the top put win list for 2023. In other words, create a win list for 2023. And I want to encourage you to take a little bit of time and write down your wins for 2023. Now, maybe it's been a rough year. Maybe it's been a difficult year. Maybe it's been a year that you don't want to repeat. But I promise you that somewhere in the midst of all the difficulty and all the adversity, there are some wins. There are some victories. And so I want to encourage you to take time and write those out. Now, the second question is, what are you most proud of? So for the year of 2023, in your leading In your self-leadership, in your leadership of your team, in your life, what are you most proud of? Write it down. Number three, what have you achieved that has surprised you? What have you achieved that has surprised you? Have you ever accomplished something? You look back and said, man, I cannot believe, can't believe I actually did that. I can't believe that actually worked. What have you achieved that has surprised you? Number four, what steps have you made toward larger goals that you need to acknowledge yourself for? In other words, maybe you didn't exactly fulfill the goal ultimately, but you've taken the steps. In other words, you've made some progress toward achieving, accomplishing the larger goals. We want to take time. We want to celebrate. And we we don't just want to enjoy it when we achieve it. We don't just want to enjoy it when we complete it, but we want to learn how to celebrate and enjoy the journey. And that brings me to question number five. Again, how can we practically, how can we apply this? How can we create a celebration, a, victor, a victory mindset? Number five, what will you do to celebrate? Now you have to plan it because if you don't plan to celebrate, you, you won't celebrate it. And so when you're thinking, what will you do to celebrate? What will you do? When will you do it? Where will you do it? And who will you do it with? Let me say it What will you do to celebrate it? you got to have a plan. When will you celebrate it? Give it a date, a time. Where will you celebrate it? In other words, location matters. And who, and this is really important, who are you going to celebrate it with? Which brings us to the next step. Now, here's where you're really going to grow. First, you have to learn to celebrate yourself. You have to learn to celebrate the victories that are in your life in order to do this next step, which is critical as a leader. If you want to create a culture of celebration, if you want to create a culture where people are going to experience victory after victory after victory, if you want to create a culture where people are going to be motivated to give their best and do their best and will actually achieve their best, then we have to learn how to celebrate ourselves. But we also have to learn this next step and that is to celebrate the success of others. Believe it or not, many people struggle here. As I mentioned earlier, it's sad to say, but it's true of the fallen nature of human beings. Many times people are quicker to celebrate the failure of someone, and what I mean by that is talk about it, make a big deal about it, than they are to celebrate. When someone wins, and what I mean by that is talk about it and make a big deal about it, congratulate it, the person, and sincerely be happy for the individual. I love what my friend, Dr. John Maxwell, says. He says, the true test of relationships is not only how loyal we are when friends fail, but how thrilled we are when they succeed. The true test of relationships is not only how loyal we are when friends fail, but how thrilled we are when they succeed. Now think with me for a moment. Remember when someone you knew received a promotion, a raise, or a victory, what was your immediate feeling? Were you happy? Were you jealous? What did you think? What went through your mind? Now as we're thinking about that, What keeps us from celebrating the success of others? What keeps us from celebrating the success of others? What hinders people from success often keeps them from celebrating others' success. That's really important. Let me say it again. What hinders people from success in their own life often keeps them from celebrating others' success. Now, here it is. The first thing is, is a competitive spirit. Now, competitive spirit. I'm very competitive. Uh, you can't grow up in Indiana and uh, be a Hoosier and not be competitive. As a Matter of fact, let me just take a side note here. And people always gave me a hard time. Well, you know, especially if they weren't from Indiana. Well, what's a Hoosier? Is that like who's your mama? Who's your daddy? What does that mean? Well, I finally found the definition of a Hoosier. A Hoosier is someone who can crush any other opponent. At any given moment, <laughs> I knew you would love that, especially, especially my Illini and Missy and other Big Ten fans, Kentucky fans, uh, Louisville fans. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm messing with you, but really, I did come across that definition, and so for me, that's become the true definition of a Hoosier: a competitive spirit. You know, a competitive spirit can be a great thing, but also it can be a problem uh, if our if we're competitive to the to the point we're not able to celebrate others and help them in their victory. Another thing that goes along with that is emotional insecurity. Emotional insecurity. We, uh, we struggle. We struggle uh, thinking already that we're not good enough. And then when someone else succeeds, we think, boy, I'm really not measuring up. I remember years ago when I was in the car industry, I had a guy come up to me. He was a phenomenal salesman, just one of the best ever. And I started having some initial success. And he came to me. and says, you got to stop being so successful because you're making me look bad. Well, he, he was really upset at the time, and it was really emotional insecurity that we've all faced. But listen, we became best friends, and we were able to help each other and help each other get better. But every one of us have struggled with emotional insecurity. The third thing is a scarcity mindset. Now, I've shared in other leadership teachings uh, and share often that we need to go from a scarcity, a poverty mindset, to an abundance mindset. But many people that have a scarcity mindset We'll have trouble celebrating other people's success. And then the last one, this is the big green monster. How many of you know what the big green monster is? It's jealousy. The big green monster is jealousy. I'm grateful for the uh, transparency of Pastor Andy Stanley when he talks about his relationship with Pastor Louis Giglio. These both are phenomenal uh, speakers, uh, some of the best speakers. But he talks about how that uh, he would uh, have Louis into his church, and people would talk about Louis coming, Louis coming, Louis coming. And and Andy's a great speaker himself. And then Louis would speak, and then all week long, and for weeks, they would say, "Man, what Louis said was so good. Oh my goodness, Louis said this, and Louis did this, and Louis did that." And and when that happens, sometimes there would be a little bit of jealousy that would rise up, thinking, "Man." I want to be that good, and, and reality is he, he, he is that good. But it's, it's sometimes how the enemy tries to come in, and I love what he said. He said, what I have to do is, it's not enough to think it, but I have to say it because that's how I cleanse my heart. Celebration is how you defeat jealousy. What's he talking about? Well, I not only need to think how grateful I am that Louie's doing so well, but I need, to, I need to celebrate it. I need to speak about it. I need to declare it. And, and as he said, it's not enough to think it, I have to say it because that's how I cleanse my heart. Celebration is how you defeat jealousy. And so we need to celebrate others. Now, what are some benefits of celebrating others' success? Number one, it creates optimism. Negativity creates negativity. Positivity creates positivity. There was a study done by Harvard University, and they actually shared the results in the American Journal of Uh, And it was in 2000 and actually December 7th of 2016. And what the studies revealed was having an optimistic outlook on life, a general expectation that good things will happen may help people live longer, according to the study from Harvard, T.H. Chan School of Public Health. And study after study revealed that our attitude, uh, our outlook, whether we're optimistic versus pessimistic Makes a difference. Well, when we celebrate other people's success, we are being optimistic instead of pessimistic. And here's a takeaway that really will help us because when someone else is successful, what we can look at and say is they've accomplished it so it can be done. And if they did it, then I can do it. Don't don't miss this. It creates optimism when we celebrate others. They accomplished it so it can be done. And if they did it, then I can do it. The second thing is it develops deeper relationships. People are looking for authenticity. They're looking for real people. And when you celebrate others, it causes you to stand out above the rest of the people around them because then people know you care, and then they tend to care more for you. And when I celebrate someone else's success, and when I know that someone else is looking out for my best interests, then that makes me want to become better friends with them. And when I do that for others, that makes them want to become better friends with me. And what it does is it takes our relationship to a whole new level of depth and friendship that we would never, ever be able to achieve if we were always wondering how the other person felt about our success. The third thing that benefit of celebrating other success is growth. You will become better. When you take time to celebrate others, you will become better. When we celebrate other successes, we also begin to notice what makes them successful. And there's a couple of things that happen. First of all, we learn new things. We will watch someone when we celebrate them and say, wow, you know what? They're successful again and again. What are they doing? And then we will begin to adopt the same principles which work for them. And we will apply them in our life and our work and our team And then what will happen is, is we will position ourselves for greater success because of what we've learned from them. The second thing is it opens doors for new opportunities. It opens doors for new opportunities. When we celebrate others with others, it puts us in a position to meet new people and find new opportunities for success. People take notice when you celebrate others. Now you don't do it for people to take notice, but when people look and they, and they see, man, that, that guy over there or that lady over there, they're always celebrating when others do well. What is it about that individual? And then all of a sudden, they want to know you, and then all of a sudden, it opens other doors of opportunities for you to have impact and influence. The fourth benefit that I want to share, and there's many more, this is certainly not exhaustive, is better health. You know, that study we talked about earlier actually shows that uh, if we celebrate other's success as if it were our own, we would feel a huge surge in positivity and joy, which can lead to greater optimism, which we talked about, the latter benefiting our own health. In the previously mentioned study, an optimistic view on life was shown to protect not only against cardiovascular disease, but also prevent, this is amazing, also prevent premature death from other major causes such as cancer stroke, respiratory disease, and infection. Such rewards in terms of health are compelling. And they, can, they confirm there is power in positive thinking. And the Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he. We have life and death in the power of the tongue. And so it's, this is very biblical leadership principle. In fact, uh, there was another earlier study found that positive psychology uh, assets such as optimism and positive emotions are predictors of good physical health. Really what it is, the world calls it, uh, positivity. What it really is, is it's speaking life, thinking life. It's saying what God says and saying what his word says and celebrating others and preferring others over ourselves. And when we do that, we end up with better health. The, The fifth benefit here is satisfaction. Uh, By being courageous and selfless enough to embrace other's success, we also get the benefit of greater satisfaction. We feel fulfilled instead of bitter. Uh, You know, when your friend gets a a job offer at a great company, uh, you don't know, you know, a lot of people struggle with that because they're like, man, what about me? But when you celebrate that and you let them know how much you are so grateful for them, then what it does is it, it, it puts in something inside of you that makes you feel so good. Because, see, we were created for community. We were created to love one another, forgive one another. We were created to bear one another's burdens, all the one another's in the Bible. We were created to do, to pray for one another, to help one another, to encourage one another, to strengthen one another, and to minister to one another. And when we do that, it not only helps the person we're doing it to, But it helps us. I always tell people, if you're going through a bad time, uh, just take time to get out and help somebody else. And you don't do it, so it helps you. But when you do it, it will help you. And I love what author Ty Goodwin says. People are more likely to respond positively to you if they sense that you're truly happy for them. And that's true. And and the final benefit I'm going to share here is willpower. Willpower. Beyond seizing an available opportunity where possible, our sense of embracing others' achievements helps to expand our own willpower. Everybody's probably heard of American football player and coach Vince Lombardi. He said the difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength nor a lack of knowledge, but a lack of will. And here's what I like. When we celebrate others, our own will can be awakened in turn, when we see the success of others. Now, how do we celebrate others? And and this really gets down to what I believe is the most important thing, and then I want to leave you with a challenge. First of all, number one, celebrate when others see success. In order to do this, you have to look at things from their point of view. Uh, Three questions that help me. What are their dreams? I I love to talk to people and ask them, "What, what are your dreams? What do you dream about? What do, you, what do you see yourself doing someday? The second thing is I like to ask people, what goals have you set? What goals have you set? And the third one, and this is really important, what battles are they fighting? What battles are you facing? And often I'll say, what are you facing right now that is the most difficult thing you're facing where I can pray for you? And then as people celebrate, their, as, as people uh, share their dreams, their goals, and their battles, uh, then we're able to help them celebrate by when we see their success in those areas. And, and I want to encourage this, and this is really important. Never steal another person's thunder. When someone else is sharing with you about a victory that they're in the midst of, or a success or a goal they've achieved, That is not the time to tell them of a similar victory that you had or a similar goal that you achieved. That's time to celebrate them. Celebrate when others see success. We can celebrate our success later. They can celebrate with us later. Let's celebrate them then. Number two, celebrate successes others don't yet see. Celebrate successes others don't yet see. Many times people work really hard but they don't see quick or visible success and they become discouraged. How many of you have been around someone to the point where they're so discouraged, they're about ready to give up. But as a friend, you come alongside them or as a teammate, you come alongside them and you help them see what they don't see. You help them see the small wins and celebrate the small wins by identifying them and then celebrating with them. They're saying, man, this is not working out. It's not working out like I thought it was going to. You say, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Look at this. Man, I've watched you. I've watched you, and there's success, and, and look at this over here, and you achieved this. Yeah, maybe you haven't achieved ultimately what you want to, but look at all these steps and victories and, and moments that we need to celebrate that they don't see, and when you help them see them and celebrate it with them, then it encourages them. Number three, celebrate most with those closest to you. The more important the relationship, the more you ought to celebrate. Celebrate early. Celebrate often, especially with your spouse, your children, with your staff, with your team. Celebrate with the people the most that are closest to you. Number four, celebrate other people's success publicly. Give a shout out. Celebrate publicly. Don't just just do it quietly. Man, when someone does well, I mean, yeah, Woo! that was awesome. Did you see what they did? And and, and, and you know, some people get embarrassed. I do this to my wife all the time. But I want to celebrate publicly a shout-out on social media. I love to shout-out to my staff. They get embarrassed too, and they don't like that because they don't do it for that reason. But, man, I love to celebrate my staff and my leadership I love to celebrate people in our church. I love to celebrate people in our community. Every time I get an opportunity, we just we just had a, a girl uh, in our high school, Chloe Frobe, who broke the all-time record for the most points scored as a basketball player at Lincoln Community High School for the boys and for the girls, over 2,300 points. And so what do you do? You celebrate it, man. I'm telling people about it. I'm sharing it on social media. Why? Because it's a big deal. Uh, our, our, our fire chief is retiring who's done a phenomenal job. And so what do I do? I'm celebrating Bob in our community. I'm celebrating him on social media. Why? Because I want other people to see and to celebrate him. And so celebrate other people's success publicly. What it does is it builds a community of celebration and it builds that culture of celebration that we're trying to achieve. Number five, celebrate other people's success personally. You say, well, you just said to celebrate it publicly. Yes, but we also want to celebrate it personally. And what I mean by this is a lot of people miss the personal touch, which is most critical. Yeah, I want to shout out publicly, but I also want to go up to these people. I want to be in their presence, not just a text, although I will text, not just a call, uh, not just uh, those ways, uh, but I want to go to them personally, and I want to look them in the eyes, and I want to say, you know what? What a victory. You did outstanding. Now, we do this all the time. The guys I lift weights with and work out, we high-five, we give knuckles. I mean, we, we're there yelling at each other, come on, come on, you got this. And then we get done. We celebrate and we rejoice together. We celebrate each other's success personally. But really what I want to encourage you to do is take time and take time to look in people's eyes and say, you know what? Man, what you did there was outstanding. And I just want you to know that I appreciate you. I love you. I believe in you. And I'm believing for you to just continue to excel. And I just want to take this moment and celebrate you. This is all about you right now. I, want to, I know it makes you uncomfortable, but I just want you to know that I want to celebrate you right now. And I'm so grateful for you. And so here's the challenge I want to leave you with. Here's the challenge. I want to encourage you to look around at the people who surround you. And look for things to celebrate that they don't see. And then somewhere along the way, surprise them by pointing those things out. Celebrate with a nice word, with a text, with a phone call, with an email, with a handwritten note. I had someone just this week that I was reaching out and ministering to that said, I need to share something with you. And they pulled out a letter that I sent them Decades ago That was to encourage them back then That they came across And said how encouraging it was To see that again And they read it to me And let me tell you something Handwritten letters Snail mail It still is important Uh, And you know you, You may want to even have a party for them To celebrate them However you see fit But the goal is to celebrate others And to create a culture of celebration And then I want to encourage you to make it a habit to celebrate and share the success of others, to be genuinely happy for people and for them when they accomplish things. And don't forget to share your success with others, too, so that they can celebrate with you. You see, when you live to help others succeed and you take time to celebrate their success, you'll get to a place where The success of others will bring you as much joy and sometimes more than the joy of your own success. Let me say that again. When you live to help others succeed, create a culture of celebration, take time to celebrate their success. You'll get to a place where the success of others will bring you as much joy and sometimes more than the joy of your own success. As I mentioned earlier, my mentor taught me something that has stuck with me and has helped me celebrate others and help them. And I want to close this episode by saying to you, some of you I know really well, some of you I don't know, but I will tell you this, God created you on purpose with a great purpose. And because of that, I believe in you. And I want to see you far exceed anything I'm ever able to accomplish in my life. Why? Because I want you to become everything that God created you to be. And I want you to become a leader who not only becomes a leader that celebrates great success, but a leader who creates a culture of celebration, a culture where Others know that you believe in them and that you are praying and fighting and standing with them to help them far exceed anything that you have ever been able to accomplish. It is time at the end of this year to celebrate all that has taken place personally, but also to celebrate with others what has happened in their life, and to create a culture, a community of celebration. Let's celebrate. Thank you for listening to the Larry Crawford Leadership Podcast. For more information or to download the leader guide for this episode, you can go to our website, larrycrawford.live. To get in touch with us, send us an email at leadership at I'm not afraid to